You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Ahmed Munawar, and we have a Mr. Kevin Petty on the show today. Kevin is a LinkedIn lead generation expert, and I asked him to come on the show to talk about the bread and butter of your LinkedIn strategy, which is your LinkedIn profile. Your LinkedIn profile is like your own little personal homepage on LinkedIn, and I think there's a pretty strong argument to make that it's just as important, if not more important, than the homepage on your website. Because if you want to convert relationships on LinkedIn into warm leads for your services, your LinkedIn profile has to do a number of things really, really well. And Kevin is going to walk us through what those things are in this interview. Show notes to this episode are at forecast.fm slash Kevin. That's forecast.fm slash Kevin. Kevin, before I let you go, you may have heard that I've recently launched another podcast. It's a daily podcast. It's called Marketing Out Loud. And every single day, you're going to get a short five-minute episode from yours truly, where I'll share in the trenches business advice and marketing advice, the things that I'm learning from growing my practice and helping my clients grow theirs. You can check it out at marketingoutloud.fm or by typing in Marketing Out Loud in your favorite podcast player. With that, here's Kevin Petty. Kevin, thanks so much for coming on the show. Ahmed, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. So we're talking about LinkedIn profile optimization today. And to kick this off, Kevin, I think what would be helpful is if you could kind of uh, you know walk us through why LinkedIn needs to be approached differently for somebody who's trying to generate business off of LinkedIn, as opposed to somebody who's got their profile on there for you know career building purposes or for employment purposes. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, that's a good distinction, um, and and really that that's what it is. There's a, if you look at a lot of profiles on LinkedIn, you'll see um, it's like a digital resume. <laughs> which is great if you're looking to attract uh, job opportunities. Uh, if you're looking to build your your business um, and using your LinkedIn profile as more of a uh, marketing tool, you just have to have to build it in a different way. Um, you need to to get away from the specific tasks and um, um, that you do for a company and more uh, how, how what you do and what your company does uh, adds value uh, to your clients. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the challenge here is when LinkedIn first launched, that's how we all approached it, right? It was, it was a digital resume and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I just kind of copied and pasted my resume over to LinkedIn and, <laughs> and called Absolutely. it a day. Uh, but, you know, from a client perspective, you know, nobody cares that you improved performance efficiency by X percent on this and this project. I mean, they might care, but not everything on your resume is necessarily relevant to clients that you want to attract. Correct. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. So let's get into some of the nuts and bolts of, of profile optimization. And I think this is really important for folks who are listening because, you know, we could talk a lot about LinkedIn and we do talk a lot about LinkedIn. I've, I've done interviews on LinkedIn before. I've got more coming up. I talk about it quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, everything that you do on LinkedIn is going to be to no avail if your profile itself is is weak. Right. This is really this is really kind of where the rubber hits the road, isn't it, Kevin? 
Uh, absolutely. Um, if you're um, maybe using LinkedIn as a proactive lead generation, you know, you're reaching out to folks and you've got a certain value proposition that you're going out to them with um, and you're looking to connect with them, they're going to hit back on your profile. And if they see a, a disconnect, um, you know, you, uh, for example, your, your your value proposition doesn't match up with what they see on your profile. It's it's kind of over and done there. There's so much information coming at people so quickly today that um, they're they're not going to spend that extra, you know, five, ten, thirty seconds to figure out. Okay, uh, Ahmed reached out to me. He's talking about how he can help me grow my business. But when I look on his profile, I don't really see how he can do that. Um, they're just not going to look around, right? They're just going to, you know, not accept it or ignore you. Yeah. And, and the way I look at this, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and whether you agree or disagree is I think your LinkedIn profile is in many ways a lot like your homepage on your website. Uh, when folks land on your homepage, what you'd like them to do ideally is take some kind of action, right? Fill out your contact form, request a meeting or a phone call, you know, download a PDF, whatever it may be. Like you, you don't want them to go to your homepage, say, oh, that looks nice, and then leave and never come back. You want them to do something. Um, in my okay. mind, the profile is the same thing, right? You, they read your profile. You want them to, you know, maybe go to your website. That could be one call to action. Maybe respond yep. to your message. Um, but it, it's got to get them to do something, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, I totally, um, I, I t- totally agree. Um, you could look at it as a, uh, <laughs> almost like a landing page. Um, but yeah, it, it's, you, you've got to, you've got to create some interest. Um, you've, you've got to, um, um, create that question in their mind that, um, you know, I, I think there's something here. I wonder what they can do for me. Um, I'll, uh, I'll reach out to them or I'll accept that connection request and see what the next step is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You want them to, uh, uh, you want them to, um, to take action. Yeah, I think that, that's a really good way of putting it. I like what you said there. I, the, the goal is, I think there's something here. That's really where you want to get because you can't say everything on a LinkedIn profile. No. In the end, it's you, you do have to keep it short and sweet. I mean, you're forced to keep it short and sweet by LinkedIn. So you can't say everything you want to intrigue enough and create enough curiosity that they think there's something there and they're interested in taking the next step, whatever, even if that's as small as accepting your invitation or replying to your message, that's the beginning. Right. Right. And I, I think you, you want to, the job is to create, uh, uh, create questions, uh, not, not try to go too in depth and in, in answering those questions for them. You want them to, uh, you know what? I, I like what I see here. Uh, and I've got some questions, and that's going to force me to connect with this person or or, or give them a call because um, I'm interested. I just uh, I need to engage further, and that's what we want. We want to engage with uh, with these folks. Excellent. So, Kevin, let's let's jump into some of the kind of the nuts and bolts of the LinkedIn profile. Uh, what, what's the first thing that you recommend people look at and and uh, and, and and fix when it comes to their profiles? Sure, great uh, question. So the first thing is your picture. <laughs> it's uh, it's not Facebook. Um, we don't need to have. It's great that you caught a you know a thirty pound salmon on the Fraser River, <laughs> but uh, it, it's not uh, it, it's not really a picture you want to throw up on LinkedIn. So well, well I, like, I don't uh, know. I don't know about that, Kevin. I mean, unless unless you're a salmon fishing consultant. Yes, and... yes, uh, I stand corrected. <laughs> if your if your business is uh, linked to the salmon industry, then 
um, that that is a good that's a good picture. So it's a good point. I gotta I gotta I gotta uh, I gotta uh, give you one point for that one. Uh, but generally, um, you know, you don't want beach pictures <laughs> again unless you're a beach consultant. And uh, if that job's available, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to get a. a <laughs> I'd love to get that one. Um, so nice, clean headshot. You know, professional uh, close up is uh, is great. Uh, I see not as much as there used to be, but people will put company logos uh, up on their LinkedIn profile. And for me, that creates a disconnect right away. You people really want to 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 see um, who they might be connecting with. Um, so I think you're missing an opportunity if if you don't have a picture uh, or you have uh, the, maybe the wrong type of picture that conveys the wrong type of message or you're using a, a, a company logo. You know, one, one of my pet peeves here is when people take other pictures and they crop out like a headshot. And it's yep. so obvious that you did that. Like one, one of the ones that I see a lot is, you know, somebody somebody goes to a wedding and because, yeah. you know, they're, they're all decked out in their suit and tie at a wedding. Right. And they think, oh, hey, here's a good opportunity for me to to. Well, they, they probably don't even think about it in advance. Right. They look at the pictures afterwards. And then when they realize, oh, I need a picture for LinkedIn, then they crop out like a little headshot. But there's, you know. There's like a, a stage in the background. <laughs> there's yeah, there's the all DJ. this stuff that's obviously yeah. not, you know, not very professional. And it's it's so obvious that you crop that picture from somewhere else and it makes you look like an amateur, doesn't it? It, it, it does. And, and you know, that, that being said, there are uh, there's, uh, you know, different industries portray different uh, um uh, I guess, levels of even professionalism is not the right word, but but there are. Um, you know, if you're in, in finance, if you're in um, uh, insurance, those tend to be, um, you know, for gentlemen, suit and tie, for um, for women, um, you know, professional dress. That seems to be the accepted norm. So if you're if if you've got the you know the the wedding shot in there, you're going to stand out, not in a good way. Um, if you're uh, you know, you see some maybe funkier <laughs> type pictures uh, from marketing and advertisement industry, internet. Um, so, you know, there is a um, there is some variance there, I guess, depending on uh, on the industry that you're in. Um, you just don't want to stick out in a bad way, really. Yeah. Well, what I'm seeing is that you don't necessarily have to have like a, a clean solid color background either. I mean, I see people that do have outdoor shots or, you know, kind of office shots with with a background, but you can tell it's done professionally professionally because the background's kind of a little bit faded out and their yeah. face is really, really clear and the, and the face is the focus. You can you can tell that's done professionally right. as opposed to something somebody took on their iPhone. Right. Right. And um yeah, I, I do agree with that. Actually, that's that's more of a shot that I <laughs> have on my profile. Although I would tell people, you know, you still want the nice clean headshot, and I'll say, well, well, what about yours? Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I I, I I do agree with that. Yeah, and 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 the headshot I think is important also because you know the the, the picture is only so big on LinkedIn, right? That applies yes. to to all social media, um, LinkedIn, uh, you know, Twitter. Uh, you know, Instagram, if you use it professionally, right? The picture's only so big. So if you've got right. like a, a shot from the waist up, no one's gonna be able to see your face. And the, and the face is where the action is, right? Nobody wants to see your biceps, frankly. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. The face communicates yeah, it's, so it's much. The face. 
That's yeah. right. That's right. It's it's your faith, and 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 that's your first, really your first, uh, your first crack at uh, generating engagement, right? Um, if 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 people see something they don't like for whatever reason, then that's a disconnect right there. If it, uh, you know what, everything kind of lines up, then they'll look a little further. So it is, um, it is, it is more important probably than uh, a lot of people maybe um, uh, give or think about it, if they think about it at all. Okay, great. So I've got my picture all lined up. I look professional. What's what's next, Kevin? So what uh, another thing you'll see on on. Um, profiles is is the the headline so underneath um underneath your summary and i'm going to uh, um i'm going to pick on your profile i because i i think it's uh i think it's awesome i'm, I'm not <laughs> and i'm not trying to I'm not trying to butter you up i just uh the way you've got yours laid out is the way i i like to see it it's the way i i, I tell my clients you know pretty much to, to lay it out well, well hey, um, hey listen so, frankly i mean if you're gonna pick on me you know pick on me don't don't hold back i mean i, I like putting myself <laughs> on the hot seat in these interviews because i'm not okay. doing everything right so by all means okay. uh, criticize so, and critique so, so here we go <laughs> So one thing that that uh, I will see on people's uh, LinkedIn profile is they'll put their title um, and then they'll put their company name, which it doesn't do. The company name is not going to do um, a, a lot to, to generate engagement. But if I click on yours, so I'll see chief marketing officer. So I've got an idea of, I have an idea through my own, you know, my own filter of what I think it is you do. But then you've got this killer line. I help B2B professional service firms generate more leads so they can win more business. That tells me everything I need to know to say, I want to find out. I can invest a little bit more time. I love lines like that. You're, you, you're saying who you work with and what you help them do. And that's going to generate engagement. So if you're putting in... Um, you know, vague, um, just kind of filler. Uh, if you, if your people are putting in anything at all, um, if you put in, you could have put in chief marketing officer, uh, lead generation, business development. Um, it's just not going to have the same, the same, uh, level of engagement. Um, I think actually, you know, some some folks will get excited when they, you oh you help firms like mine generate more leads and win more business exactly what I need I'm going to look a little deeper. Yeah, and I think you know if you're again going back to our you know, the first question that we discussed is if you're if you're there just to build your career you're uh, you know you're you're employed at a company I mean I think there is still an argument to have a, a value driven headline but. Maybe the the job title and the company name is enough, especially if it's an impressive job title and, a, and an impressive company mm -hmm. name that people recognize. And maybe that's enough, right? But if you're selling services, if you're selling consulting, if you're an accountant, you're a lawyer, um, you know, nobody cares that your partner at you know Joe Schmo firm, right? Right, right. <laughs> that that means right. nothing, right? Um, yeah. But yeah. what they care about is how are you going to help me? So in my mind, there's there's two things that need to be in this in in this headline: uh, who and what. So in, in my case, it's who is B2B professional service firms. Right. If you're not right. that person, then you're going to ignore me. And that's fine. 
right? right. I, I actually want right. you to ignore me if you're not that person. Um, right. But if you are that person, then when you see when you see those words in my headline, and it could be more specific, right? I mean, I think there's an argument to di- to dial it down to, you know, consulting firms or accounting firms or law firms. I'm I'm still a little bit broader than that, but um, there yeah. is an argument yeah. to go to go more specific, and that's that's a whole positioning exercise. Um, right. But the point is, you want your 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 buyer to see themselves in your headline, so they know that you're at least somebody of relevance to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Any other uh, tips you want to offer as far as the headline goes? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I would just maybe advise folks to really um, think about who they who they ideally do their their best work for, and and what what problem they solve for those folks. And we move, we'll get into that as we go down to the summary page. But uh, I think if you can. Um, if you can get that, you know, underneath your, uh, in your heading there, uh, that, that's a good start. Well, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm thinking about a, a client of mine. They're, they're an accounting firm. They've got three partners and, um, and they have about, you know, they have about six target audiences that they work with, which is not terribly, uh, uh rare for an accounting firm or even a law firm, right? It's, 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 it's rare to find right, an accounting yeah. or law firm that works with just one profile of customers. So they've got about six target right. audiences. Um, uh, among them, I would say three are kind of primary, uh, but the other challenge is that then they've got three partners who all do a little bit of, of everything. They don't necessarily specialize in an audience per partner for somebody like that. How would you recommend they craft their headline? Well, you you can make it a little more vague. Um, you can, uh, I mean, even when you say um, professional services firms, I mean that covers a whole um, wide range of, of of businesses. You can put in manufacturing uh, uh, companies as a title again. That can cover a quite a broad range of companies. Um, uh, technology is another one. I, I guess you would just need to. Um, maybe find a, a term that's a little more broad that would cover all those subsets uh, under it. That's, that's, you know, how I've done it on my profile. I talk about uh, professional services, manufacturing and, and technology uh, related companies. To me that um, really, we don't do much work in the government or nonprofit. So we're, we're pretty much covered by those three uh, terms. Um, I feel. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. So moving beyond the headline now, I guess what appears right below the headline is the profile summary. But before we jump into the profile summary, uh, I'm a little curious about, you know, where you think the the profile summary, um, you know, where you think it lands on the list of priorities, because in in the LinkedIn redesign, it's hidden, isn't it? There's you have to click on see more to to drop it down. So how important is the summary now on the new LinkedIn? I think it's still very important. Um, I think you really um, you get to you get to tell your story, right? It, it gives you kind of a, um, a a blank canvas. It is a little harder to find. I do I do admit that. Um, but if you don't if you don't build that out, then you're just you, you're somewhat forced to, to fill in the blanks, right? You're filling in. Uh, the format that they've prescribed for you. So the summary piece uh, I like because you get to you get to build it the way you want to. Um, so I still think it's very important. Um, 
in, okay, so, in so, my opinion. So let's jump into that. As far as the summary goes, you know, I mean, it's this is where you kind of have a blank canvas, right? Like you said, it's it's very different from the the job experience uh, right. section or the skills or the interests. I mean, this is where you could write whatever you want. Um, how do you approach that? Yeah. So what what I like to do, I like to um, I like to build it out this way um, in five sections, and it's uh, business problems I solve. So that that's the first part. Um, and if uh, I look at uh, go back, I look at your profile. Um, you've got uh, so I might title it business problems I solve. You've got what I do. So you help B two B professional services and consulting firms build actionable marketing plans that generate more leads, so they can win more business. So uh, I may just um, rephrase that slightly and just target talk a little bit more about what are the specific um, problems that you solve for them. So um, instead of saying win more business, it might be, um, you know, we work with uh, companies that uh, um, have flat revenue growth to increase revenue growth. Uh, I am bad for making things up on the, <laughs> on the spot. I apologize for that. But it's just, uh, I like to talk about trying to find those hot buttons for them, right? What what problems do we know these folks have and how do we solve them? So that's the first part I like. You no, know, and to I do. think it's I think it's a really good point. And I'm look I'm reading mine now too and I probably haven't looked at it with a critical eye <laughs> in uh in the recent past. So this is useful. Yeah, the problem's not entirely clear, right? Sure, I help you build a marketing plan, but why do I need a marketing plan? What like what right. problem or pain uh do I experience in my day-to-day -day work? that that solves, right? So, you, you know, stalled revenue growth, you know, lack of new leads or new opportunities. You don't know where your next client's coming from. I mean, those are all problems that I can, I can relate to that will right. highlight the need for, for a marketing plan. Right. Right. And, uh, and, and how, how I do it under my profile is I, you know, I, I, I don't even, I don't really try to make it into a paragraph. I just kind of, I just throw you, here's, Here's a business problem that I saw, lack of leads and sales opportunities, inconsistency with lead generation and nurturing, um, absence of a clear plan for business development uh, and sales growth. So um, if, if you, 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 know, you know the value you bring to your clients and you know what uh, hot buttons brought them to you, and it's really just getting those hot buttons, I think, up there because people are going to read. They've already... They've already seen your picture. They like that. They read your uh, little headline underneath. That got them, you know, to, to dig a little more. And now you're hitting hot buttons for them. So uh, that's how I like to, to the, the first thing I like to have in the summary. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's important also as you're as you're reading this, and I'm trying to do this now as I look at mine. Put yourself in the buyer's shoes, right? So, like you said, yep. they're going to see your picture. They're going to read the headline. And and now you know you don't really have their attention yet. Don't make the mistake of assuming you have their attention. You you really right. just bought yourself kind of a second glance, right? Yeah. And hopefully they right. click on the see more link there to expand your your profile summary, and then boom, you want to hit them with the business problems. And if they have those problems, right. then you're you're deepening that attention now. So hopefully they continue reading the the rest of the of the summary. Yeah, I always look at it as you're you're trying to buy you know another five, ten, fifteen seconds of their of their time. So each 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 step you take them through, you're, you're you're trying to buy a little bit more of their time, and um, and then the further they get through, then the more engaged they get. 
that that's how I look at it. Great. So so business problems, you want to certainly have some some information there on your services. Um, what else should you include in the summary? Yeah. So once we go through the business problems you solve, the next part I put in is it would be the services. And I, I just I usually frame that as what I do. Right. So what I do, I help I help companies scale and grow by designing and implementing done for you lead generation and business development programs. And then, on, you know, you can put in your it's, it's OK to list your services there. Um, I mean, you wouldn't list 50, <laughs> but you you list the, the key uh, services that um, that you can provide. Um, and then uh, beyond that, I go back into, again, who I work with. So. Um, as you as you mentioned, um, people need to know that you're. It's important to them to know that the, that you know their industry, um, whether it really is important or not. <laughs> so sometimes you work with clients and and they'll think their um, uh, you know their problems are are uh, um, um, only apply to their industry, but but they really don't. But but in their mind, it's very important that. Uh, um, that they that they feel that you you know their industry. So I put in that who who I work with, and then um, below that. Now, if you have um, um, sorry, so under who I work with, and then the next part I like to put in is is what makes you different. So uh, there's lots of consultants. I mean, you, I'm a consultant. You're a consultant. <laughs> there's lots of there's lots of us out there, Ahmed. Um, what makes us different? Why, uh, why would someone want to engage with us? Um, why would someone want to become a client? Um, we've got to do something better, different, um, than the other folks that we're competing against, or we're not going to win that business. Um, under that piece, if you have testimonials, uh, that would be a good time to, to maybe throw in some, uh, written testimonials. Now I know, uh, I know under your profile, you have some awesome, awesome video uh, testimonials, which we can talk about later. You, you get down into the media section. That's where you've added uh, yours. Um, but it wouldn't hurt to add in um, some of the, uh, I, I think, and you, I think you've done that as well. You put in some of the, the written uh, testimonials. Yeah. So yeah, what I'm I did is, is I, yeah, I, I, I attached the videos in the media section um, which I think is, I mean, I think that's important. Otherwise, you know, they're on my Absolutely. website, but if you're on LinkedIn, you're right there and, and, the, yep. and the media yep. is, is useful because it's visual, right? Yep. So at the bottom yeah. of the summary, underneath all the text, you've got these visuals, which are useful. But what I did is I grabbed, you know, a quote from each of them and I put them right there in text as well. Right. Right. And I think, um, it's, uh, I think people can be a little skeptical when they see, the quotes, but when they click on your on media and see the video, those are those are so powerful. It's it's the social proof that uh, it um, you know I kind of liken it as as when you start a new relationship with someone, the you know the force fields are up. <laughs> uh, they're they're not going to really let you through. So you, you it's our job to uh, to kind of lower that force field and uh, building. So that they can, you know, that we can start to engage with them and they can hear what we have to say and, and they'll share information. Um, so by creating that social proof, uh, it's a great way of, you know, get, getting that, uh, that force feel down and, and getting them to, to be more comfortable with us. 
Absolutely. Listen, Kevin, we're running up on on time here. I know there's a lot that we could cover on the on yeah. this topic, um, and we certainly haven't exhausted it. But are, are there any other kind of remaining tips uh, or advice that you wanna that you wanna give to close this out? Um, yeah, one is probably I apologize because maybe I talked a little, <laughs> rambled on a little bit more about a few things than you would have liked in that. Um, but w- one thing that uh, I, I like to drive home to clients is um, make it easy for folks to get a hold of you. Um, and, and I like to put that right on my LinkedIn profile. Phone number, email. Don't, don't, uh, don't, uh, you've created interest. You've got them on your profile. They're interested in what you do. Make it real easy for them to, uh, to connect with you from there. Um, don't, don't hide your contact, um, information. Don't, don't make them dig for it. Um, I put it right in my summary. Um, you know, if you, if you like what you heard and you want to get a hold of me, you know, let, let, let's talk. Here's my phone number. Here's my website. Here's, uh, here's my email. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think, I think people sometimes forget, um, because it's, it's social media and, and, and a lot of times people feel like they need to have some kind of a barrier between them and the people that they engage with. But remember, I mean, this is really at the end of the day, this is good old fashioned relationship building. And when you're building right. relationships, you know, you want people to get in touch, right? You want them to email right. you. You want them to message. You want them to call you. That's how you know that it's working. So putting up barriers between you and the buyer, it just doesn't make any sense. Make it as easy as possible. I think that's that's really important. Uh, Kevin, listen, I know we can go on all day, um, but, you know, you've got stuff to do and I've got stuff to do. So we're going to leave it at that. I think we've covered, you know, quite a lot of the fundamentals. Um, Can you tell us where people can connect with you um, if they want to learn more about what you do? Uh, Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, They can check out our website at B2B and that's numeric too. So B2B hyphen lead hyphen generators dot com. Uh, my phone number, I'm happy to hear direct from folks, 519-823-6247. Uh, email is just uh, kevin at uh, b2b-lead-generators.com. Great. And we're going to drop a link to your website in the show notes, as well as a link to your LinkedIn profile, which I know has all that information there as well. Um, kevin, thanks so much that. for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Ahmed, uh, my pleasure, and uh, thank you so much. Um, I think you're doing uh, doing a good job for your clients. I, I like uh, listening to a few of your uh, your interviews. Uh, I think the one I'm on is probably going to be my favorite, but I enjoyed the other <laughs> ones as well. So thank you, thank you so much, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate that, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All righty, you take care. Hey, it's Ahmed here again. Before I let you go, there are two things I want you to do. The first is, if you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play by visiting forecast.fm and clicking on the relevant link. While you're at it, please do leave us a rating or a review because it helps more people discover the show. The second thing is I want you to grab my free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms. Inside the course, you will get a step-by-step framework to help you generate a flood of new business for your firm. The course is 100% free of charge and you can get immediate access at 5leadgen.com and you can spell out five or use the number, either one works. That's 5leadgen.com. Thanks for listening.